0: If you feel it, put your hands in the air. Show some love to the moon while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time. Did you and I outweigh. Happy Saturday,
1: Outway fam. Amy here. And I am with my friend Cryo Cat today. Hey, Cat. Hey, happy Saturday. And Cat is joining me because we're just going to talk about commenting on other people's bodies and why we don't need to be doing it. And we've talked about that a lot here on outweigh and normally I like to have an expert on as my guest but today I just thought it'd be fun to have a friend on and we just talk like we're a group of girlfriends and if you're a guy listening you're Mm -hmm. welcome here too about how we would talk we're sitting around the kitchen table like oh my gosh oh yeah and when I was pregnant this one time my grandma's boyfriend said this which is what started this whole conversation and me inviting Kat on is because ever since well you were in high school I know you've dealt Mm -hmm. with body image issues and disordered eating. Mm -hmm. And particularly when you got pregnant Mm -hmm. with your son, I know that well. you put on a hundred pounds, which we're not saying there's any number that you need to gain or not gain when you are pregnant. So Kat and I are making sure again, since we're not experts, we're just people that, you know, are coming alongside you like, Hey, we've been there and we don't want you to feel alone, but I also don't want to say anything triggering. So If you're pregnant and you've gained whatever, we don't really care the number. But for Kat, that was her number. And your grandma's boyfriend said something really tacky to you. But I saw a psychologist say that if we comment on other people's bodies in that type of way, that often it's a reflection of ourselves and our own feelings about our bodies, which some people listening, maybe they were built more like their dad. And then they had other family members or someone say, oh, well really built like your dad, aren't you? (laughs) And then that was very damaging to them. And it's more like, okay, why do you even have to say that? Why is there this feminine look and then this masculine look? And that, why is there even a comment about what my body looks like and my build, mm-hmm. because it's not like you would go up to the one that was maybe potentially, I don't know. I'm just saying like built like the mom because that would sound kind of creepy if you're like, oh, hey, well, looks like, like you mom. really got your mom's figure. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's like
2: yeah. ugh. <laughs> so tell us what uh, Grandma's boyfriend said well, first of all, when you say that, you know my favorite thing is what you say about me says more about you mm-hmm. than it says about me. That's so- right thanks for the projection. But no, so I was at a basketball game, Duke basketball game with my grandmother and her boyfriend about probably seven months pregnant or so. And he thought it would be okay to say, well, looking mighty husky, aren't you? And, you know, I wasn't feeling amazing about myself at the time. Um, And then he proceeded to tell me how thin his wife got during her five pregnancies. And how she lost 17 pounds, but had these healthy baby, just, just bizarre. Like, so I'm sitting there. Just, this is my nightmare. You know, you've ruined the Duke game. And so how um, did
1: you respond? Did you just, I probably
2: was, yeah, just took it. Like, and, and fortunately um, my husband was with me. And so I could vent to him like, what in the F is (laughs) happening here? And I just, Tune, I mean, he's the type of person that, like, you're irrelevant. We'll tune you out a bit. <laughs> um, I know, but
1: it's something about sometimes older generations. Which post, no offense, that post-war. If you fall into that category, it's like, oh, I'm just going to say whatever I'm thinking. They and it said doesn't whatever. Really matter.
2: Yeah. They were a, kind of a ruthless bunch. But I will say, I think um, we've talked about the millennials and that younger generation. Like, they are. We're shifting it. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. It is. It is changing. And that's why I think it's just good to have this conversation. Cause if you get triggered in any way by stuff that comes up, it's like, oh, you can remember I'm not the only person that this has happened to. And it is really the other person's problem, not mine. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you can take the steps to work through it yourself. And but I know you were also in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. when you were pregnant and had put on weight you weren't feeling probably your most confident. Mm-hmm. But then there was a time where you were loving yourself. Like you were like, I am feeling good right now. And it still wasn't good enough for someone in your life. Right,
2: right. At that point,
1: I'm feeling well. I'm feeling the best I ever had. Feeling like um, with all the good foods that you wanted and that were nourishing to your body.
2: Well, and to me, I I still, and I still sometimes have this thought of I'm eating. Do you ever have that? Do you ever feel like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, I'm eating. I ate a full day's worth of food and it's amazing
1: eating adequately is what I like to call it yeah Mm -hmm. okay
2: you you are much more educated in this department than I am on terminology no
1: but just so much of my recovery and truly getting into it step one was eat adequately Mm -hmm. because I spent so much time restricting Mm -hmm. and so it was almost a daily mantra for me when I first started my recovery eat adequately eat adequately, eat adequately, because if you're not, then my body's not getting the calories and the fuel and the, like you said, fueling your body, like you were fueling your body. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that if I wanted to make it past the binge restrict cycle that I was on, I needed to eat adequately. So
2: you were fueling your body properly and feeling good. Right. So at this point, when after I had jet and I'm feeling really good about myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm eating. And this person had the nerve to say things like, you need to do more squats and lunges and really pack on the muscle and weight. And it was a toxic relationship though, you know, like our red flags where it sent me into a frenzy because all I wanted was approval, you know. But then why does it matter? I, I had that approval from myself. I loved where I was. And it's a shame that my mind still wasn't strong enough at that point where I let him... Control. Get it. in there. Can mm-hmm. get in there. Control and and shut my self esteem down. Once so do you again,
1: think if that was said to you at this point in your life, how would you respond to it differently? Oh, oh I
2: just don't care. <laughs> I just I have lost all desire to care. No energy.
1: But you do care about life. You mean you just right. don't? You're not going to care what someone else about has my figure. Like
2: I know where I've been. I know how far I've come. I know why I look the way that I do right now. I'm good on comments. (laughs) And so
1: if you have anybody in your life that's commenting on your body and you don't like it, well, you can do your best to change the conversation. Like, hey, I don't really want to talk about this right now. And you can totally change the topic. Can
2: I say this? I would say be honest because I went through a period of where I would just stay quiet, then have conflict. But then I feel like the only person that harmed was me. So maybe you can gently be honest and say, hey, I'm, I'm struggling in this department. And when you say that, you're just amplifying what I'm going through.
1: Yeah, you can assess if that's a relationship where you feel like you can say that because yeah, that's going to be what starts to make, it's like one conversation at a time, mm-hmm. one step at a time mm-hmm. leads towards change and one conversation at a time. So I like that you said that. It's yeah. Instead of changing the topic quickly, just say, look, I don't like you commenting about my body or I really would rather not talk about food today or Mm -hmm. what I'm eating or what I should be eating because it could be comments about food, not necessarily comments about body. People like to make comments about all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we hope that this is just helpful in you knowing, again, that you're not alone and there are ways out of the conversation. You don't have to sit there and just take it, especially if grandma's boyfriend's really giving it to you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Talking about how his wife... (laughs) Yeah, how good and thin she looks during Mm -hmm. her pregnancies.
1: Yeah, and it's just interesting how, as a society, losing weight equals good Mm -hmm. and gaining weight equals bad. Mm -hmm. Sort of like how we put a label on foods. This food equals good and this food equals bad, and there really is no moral value in those things. Mm -hmm. So just remember that. There's no moral value. There's two takeaways from this. Actually, three You can walk away from conversations, but also at the same time, you can be honest about Mm -hmm. why you're done with that conversation. You need to eat adequately and then also remind yourself there's no moral value around food and body. There's just not. Yeah, Just because people are different sizes doesn't mean some people are better than others.
2: Before we go, I just want people to know one thing. Just remember, no one person has it all.
1: I like that quote. Thank you, Amy. No one person has it all. Say it again. No, one One person person has has it all. all. (laughs) I hope y'all are having the day that you need to have. And I will see y'all on Tuesday for the fifth thing with Therapy Cat instead of
2: Cryo Cryo Cat. Cat. And everyone like and subscribe, post your Instagram. (laughs) Oh, thanks, Cat. You're welcome. So supportive. Bye.